My High Nationals wrapping up. Matt Hagan with the Funny Car win joining us here in the Freak Nation. And I don't know if you could have had a more perfect weekend, Matt Hagan, grabbing the pole, getting the race win. It's your race. Is where did any did, did you drop the ball anywhere this weekend, dude? I don't know, man. Our team did a phenomenal job this weekend. You know, we uh, it was my fiftieth number one qualifier. Um, you know, we we went out there and uh, won the too fast, too tasty challenge, uh, which was a little extra cash in my guy's pocket. And then we uh, went out here and won the race, man. You know, and that's that's hard to do. You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, up here, you know, it's it's kind of like getting thrown a curveball all the time because you can't hardly keep eight cylinders lit and. To, uh, to do all that this weekend, you know, it was my 50th number one qualifier uh, period, and we did it up here on the mountain. Obviously, Dodge-sponsored uh, event, you know, uh, for the racetrack, and, uh, you know, we're in the Dodge car, man, so no pressure, right, to win. And then, yeah, and then it was my mom's birthday weekend as well. You know, she passed away like six six week, uh, six months ago, so super special. Yeah, super emotional weekend for me, uh, you know, to be able to pull it down and to walk away with the last trophy here at Vandermeer, you know, as a Dodge-sponsored car and in this whole event. It's like, uh, yeah, it's just hard to put it into words, man. Matt Hagen, funny car winner from – Vandermeer joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your points leader as well in the NHRA series. Is it more difficult for a driver or a crew chief to make the adjustments at uh, yeah. about mile high? Definitely that's crew chief, man. I don't want his job at all. He can have it, and uh, they, they don't pay him enough, period. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I mean, driving the wheels off this thing is, is something that you just kind of do naturally. You either do it or you don't. And um, It's just, you know, this, these cars have been a handful, you know, because they're uh, – there's no air up here. So there's no downforce from the nose of the body. Right. So then it's wanting to pick the nose up out there in the middle of the racetrack and dance around. And you're like, just set it down long enough to steer it a little bit, you know, and, and then it puts cylinders out and you're trying to fight it back across the, the, uh, the track and not hit the wall or not hit the center line. So, uh, I feel like I earned my money this weekend, but uh, at the end of the day, that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, they pay me to put my mouthpiece in and shut up and, and not ask questions. You know. <laughs> Put your mouthpiece in and shut up. Yep, th there's your job in the staging lanes before you get to it. All right. You, sponsors, obviously, they, they pave the way for any of us in the motorsports business to do what we do. And with this being, you know, your sponsors race, the last one up on the mountain, that's huge. But what you said about a minute or two ago about honoring your mom as this is her birthday weekend and she recently passed, how much of that were you really carrying all weekend? Because that can be really difficult, Matt. Yeah, you know, I mean, she just passed right before Christmas and, uh, you know, it's tough, it's emotional. And, uh, like, I got choked up in a press conference last night and the little girl in front of me asking the question, she was crying and I was looking at her and it was making me cry more. And I was just like, I can't look at you anymore. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. So uh, very, very emotional weekend, but it's an emotional weekend because it's the last race up here as well. And we've had such a long running sponsorship with Dodge and SRT and, and all the folks, even Mopar, you know I mean? It's just uh, these folks up here, they, they, uh, they love Dodge and uh, you know, I just hate to see it go. So for those who haven't been able to catch it on TV, was Smoke able to come over and enjoy this since he's the team owner to enjoy it with you? I know he was racing in Ohio this weekend. Dude, Smoke is incredible. Thank God he's got a private jet because he couldn't do it without it. I mean, he's just everywhere. I mean, like the guy's, you know, racing his own car. He's doing the million dollar deal. He's out there on a the tractor moving the dirt around for his deal and, and then coming back and flying all night across West Coast to be here so he can support this deal. I mean, I'm just... Super proud to have him as a team owner, as a friend, and just a just a genuinely good dude, and a great NHRA fan now too. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's a driver, but he's become a full blooded fan himself. 
yeah, he's great for the sport, you know, and it's, uh, it's great to see the people come out in groves to see him. Uh, maybe one day my, my T-shirt line will be as long as his, but I don't think so. <laughs> we already talked about you getting the gold instead of the iron, but I want to ask you something that a driver told me once many years ago when he was talking about the problem of the front end coming up off the ground. He said that sometimes you have to steer against the brake in the grandstands. Does that happen to you where you have to be careful of the crosswind when you're going down the track? Yeah, I mean, you definitely see some of that, but we make close to 10,000 pounds of downforce on a run, but where there's no air up here, there's no, no, you know, downforce to push that nose down. And then what happens is the nose kind of stays up and at 300 miles an hour, that thing kind of gets air underneath it. And then it acts like a kite. And instead of getting downforce, you get uplift and uh, makes a kind of makes a, um, the front end light like that. So it's dancing around. And so when you have to make big corrections out here on the racetrack to get it to look like it's going where it's supposed to. So, uh, it was uh, it was one of those things where every run we had out there this weekend was just uh, you know putting cylinders out and trying to keep it in the groove and uh, you know it was it was a handful but like that's what makes it fun man like if it was just like okay you know get the gas and go to the other end I don't think I'd be doing it you know what I mean it's kind of like like getting on a bull you don't know how it's gonna come out the gate you know what I mean you know it's coming out but you don't know how it's gonna come out you know so um, it just it's just wow. you know. That's why we do it. It's so adrenaline filled and so intense and 330 miles an hour. And, and uh, you know, and up here, you never know what you're going to get. You know, I mean, I've been up here to, to Vandermeer and I've blown up three or four bodies and I've left with less points than I started with. And I'm like, well, we just spent $200,000 and, and had less points. It's like, why did we come up here? You know, but uh, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's been amazing. And to uh, pull down two volleys up here over my career and to finish with the last one is just uh, it's pretty badass. Now, in our 23 years of being on the air, Matt, I've had several conversations with some guys, and they've told me that they don't bring anything back to the crew chief talking about how to drive the car, that they leave it all up to the crew chief. But what you described there was some serious driving. Uh, do yeah. you share any of that with your crew chief to help you get down the road? Absolutely. You know, I really pride myself on really having a good feel for the car, you know, which I should because I've had a lot of years out here doing this. But, you know, like uh, what I'll try to do is obviously like our first round, we ended up going out there and it wore a lot of clutch and it uh, put a cylinder out and then it smoked the tires. And, and I went back to the crew chief and I said, hey, man, you know, it's, it's the clutch is, is wore out of it. Uh, a lot of dust in there. It put a cylinder out on the right side at about 400 feet, you know, and then the, then it smoked the tires as the clutch, as the clutch was coming to it. And then we went and looked at the, the graph and it, everything that I said it had lined up to what it's supposed to be on the graph. So um, that's to me is uh, having a good feel for the car is, is uh, really important because there's a lot of times that the computer won't work or something happens and you, you have to kind of go back and tell the crew chief what happened. Not, not all the time, but it's just, it, for me, it makes me know where I'm on the racetrack, what I'm doing, what the car is doing, you know, what's, what side of the cylinder went out, you know, um, and, and what it's doing there, you know, just so just being aware of everything that you're doing, you know I mean? I had a, a 008 light in the semis against caps and uh, cut my eyes over and make sure it was still green. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of, <laughs> you know, at, at launch, it's, you would think, man, you can do that. But, you know, your mind slows everything down for you and you, uh, you, you know where you're at on the track and what you're doing, hopefully, you know, as if you're a good driver. Of All right, Matt Hagen, NHRA funded car winner from Denver. And I'll end it with this, man. We couldn't do speed freaks if nobody gave a crap. If we didn't get feedback, we didn't get people bitching and moaning about things we said. <laughs> 
Could you drive as fast and as badass you could if you couldn't fill every seat in that house at Bandamere? If you had 30 people in this dance, would you be as badass as you are? I tell you what, brother, it was so incredible to go over <laughs> this weekend. And, you know, as I'm backing up, taking the time to look over and it was a packed house. Every every seat was full. The fence was full. There was no place to stand. You couldn't hardly get through the staging lanes to get up here to, to run your car. Uh, it, it was just just incredible, man. Like it was it was something that it, it awed me, honestly. And I was just blown away by the, the people that came out to see this last race. And to, I mean, I had to get picked up at the road today on the golf cart. Like I couldn't get in, you know, and it's just like, you know, we had a 9 a.m. warm up time and uh, we had TV hits that we were trying to do. And I was, I was down there, you know, a mile away down the road and they had to drive the golf cart down there to get me. You know what I mean? But like, that's how many people showed up. And uh, it, it was just incredible, man. It honestly was incredible. It was definitely badass. Bandamere winner, Mile High Nationals, flying the colors for Dodge, Dodge Motorsports, Mopar, and everybody else there on the side of the planet. Buddy, uh, thanks for doing this, Hagen. We're awfully proud of what you did. Yeah, showing the gold of the Freak Nation. It's badass, partner. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. And like I always, and uh, we can't do it without our, you know, the sponsors and the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Can't do it without the fans, you know the the folks that go out and buy the Mobile One Oil and the the Hellcats and the funny cars, all the, all all the stuff, you know that they support and what we do. All the stickers on the side of the car. Um, we can't win every race, and if you win every race and the championship, it don't pay for what it runs the car. So uh, the folks that go out there and support the sponsors that support us, your your guys' fans, your guys' listeners, you know when when you're looking at something on the shelf and you're like, man, that's you know they support a drag racer and they pick it up and buy it, it goes a long way. So thank you to your listeners and our fans. Valid. Yep. Thank you, buddy. Go enjoy the night. Thanks, guys. See you. Drink some beer. And he, that is no lie about the traffic. We were out there on Friday, obviously, with the whole Kenny Bernstein warming up Antron Brown's car and just soaking it all in as much as we could for this this last weekend. And Friday ended up getting sold out. And we Mm -hmm. saw the traffic coming in. We were maybe 30 minutes before the final qualifying session, the night qualifying session. People are still lined up all the way to the freeway just to come in for whatever they could get of that final Friday night session.